Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabiyari His divine grace, Lacey, Bhaktivedanta Swaraj, Srila Prabhupada Kidai, Gaur Premanande Glorious to the sound devotees. All glorious to Sri Guru and Sri Guranga. Omagyanatvanandasya Gananjana Salakaya. Chaksura Militam Yena Tazmai Shi Guruvena Maha Shi Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale 
Swayam Rupa Kadam Aiham Dadati Swapadanti Kam Vandeham Shigra Shiuta Padakamalam Shigram Vaishnavam Scha Shirupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Sabadutam Prajana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shiva Sakans Vitamscha Hey Krishna Karna Sindo Dinabando Dugatate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchena Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshuri Prishuvanu Siddha Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakapa Trubyascha Kripa Sinubhyevacha Patitanam Bhavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namonamaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Pranitinanda Shedvaiti Gadadhar Shivasiddhi Gora Bhaktivrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Onamo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Onamo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 1, Chapter 3 Krishna is the source of all incarnations Text 44 Tatra Kirtayato Vipra Viparshir Bhuri Tejasa Aham Chadyagamam Tatra Nivishtas Tadanugraha Soham Va Shava Yishtyami Yetaditam Yetamati Tatra Kirtayato Vipra Viparshir Buri Tejasa Aham Chadyagamam Tatra Vishtas Tadanugraha Soham Vashava Yishtyami Tatra <laughs> Vitasaranugraha Ahamsasa Yishami Vitaditamitamiti Tatra Kirtiyato Vipra Vivarashir Buri Tejasa Aham Chad Yagamam Tatra 
Ladies. Tatra Vipra. Vipra-shira-bhūi-te-jasā-aham-chādhyāgamam-tātra-nivīśyāstāra-nugrahāt-sauham-vāśrāvā-yīsyāmi-hitādi-tāmi-tāmati Tatra-tatya-yo-vipra-viparashir-bhuri-tejasa-aham-chabhyagamam-tatra-vivishtastana-nugraha-sauham-vashava-yishyami-vitadi-tam-yatamati Tatra there, Kirtayataha, while reciting, Vipra, O Brahmanas, Viparshe, from the great Brahmanas, Rishi Bori, oh actually, great Brahman Rishis, Bori, greatly. Tejasa, powerful. Aham, I. Cha, also. Adhyagamam, could understand. Tatra, in that meeting. Nivishtas, being perfectly attentive. Tat, Anugrahat, by his mercy. Saha, that very thing. Aham, I, va, unto you. Shravayushami, shall let you hear. Yata aditam yatamati. As far as my realization. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada. O learned Brahmanas, when Shukadeva Goswami recited Bhagavatam, there, in the presence of Emperor Parikshit, I heard him with rapt attention. And thus, by his mercy, I learned the Bhagavatam from that great and powerful sage. Now, I shall try to make you hear the very same thing as I learned it from him, and as I have realized it. Purport, one can certainly see things directly. One can certainly see directly the presence of Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavatam if one has heard it from a self-realized great soul like Shukadeva Goswami. One cannot, however, learn Bhagavatam from a bogus hired reciter 
whose aim of life is to earn some money out of such recitation and employ the earning in sex indulgence. No one can learn Srimad Bhagavatam who's associated with persons engaged in sex life. That is the secret of learning Bhagavatam. Nor can one learn Bhagavatam from one who interprets the text by his mundane scholarship. One has to learn Bhagavatam from the representative of Shukadeva Goswami and no one else if one at all wants to see Lord Sri Krishna in the pages. So what are the two qualifications? To see Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavatam? Who should we not hear from? And who else? Yes. So who should we hear from? Well, that's not what it says here. Yeah. And who else? No one else. (laughs) That is the process. And there is no alternative. So how many alternatives are there? Not yet. (laughs) Can anyone think of another alternative? You do. You're in the wrong place. Siddha Goswami is a bona fide representative of Shukadeva Goswami because he wants to present the message which he received from the great learned Brahmana. Shukadeva Goswami presented Bhagavatam as he had heard it from his great father. And also, Sutta Goswami is presenting Bhagavatam as he had heard it from Shukadeva Goswami. Simple hearing is not all. Did anyone hear that? What's that? Yes, everyone should listen to that. One must, realize, must, one must realize the text with proper attention. The word nivishta means that Sudha Goswami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. Nigama kalpatrara galitam palam sukha dravya samritam tibata bhagavatam amalam rasayam tibata, one should drink the message of the Bhagavatam through one's ears. Aho bhuvika. Bhuvika. That is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam. One should hear with rapt attention from the real person. And then he can at once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page. So is everyone realizing Krishna in every page of the Bhagavatam? Yes? (laughs) Is everyone trying to realize Krishna in every page of the Bhagavatam? Yeah. The secret of knowing Bhagavatam is mentioned here, but we won't tell the secret. It's a secret. Okay, well, who, who wants to hear the secret? You won't tell anyone else? 
No one can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. No one can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. No one can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating. But somehow or another, the one hears with rapt attention from the right person at the very beginning, one can assure, one can assuredly see Lord Sri Krishna in person in the pages of the Bhagavatam. So what's the qualification to see? What are the three qualifications to see Lord Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavatam? Kumari, what's one of the qualifications? Okay, someone else? What's that? Well, at the end, it probably summarizes, it says there's three qualifications. That pure mind is what he said before, is leading up to hearing with rapt attention. And certainly, it's on the progression. First thing is that no one can hear Bhagavatam with rapt attention unless he's pure in mind. So that's the first thing. So no one can be pure in mind unless what? Pure in action. And no one can be pure in action unless he's pure in? Mating, defend, yeah. And, but somehow or another, if one hears, some another what? Hears with rapt attention. And then what's the other thing? From the right source. And the third thing? From the very beginning. Then you can see Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavatam. So what's the progression? What is the first thing one should be pure in? Second thing? Third thing? Yes. And what are the three qualifications to see Krishna in every page of the Bhagavatam? <laughs> says in the Bhagavatam, Tataschanuditam Dharma, Satvam Socham Dayashama, Kalena Balila Rajant Nakshantyayor Balam Smriti. That day after day in Kali Yuga, Tataschanuditam Dharma, Dharma will go down, religious principles. And Dharma means uh, to do one's what we're supposed to do. That's called Dharma. So, because we're not doing what we're supposed to do, what happens? Tathasvanudinam dharma, satyam, socham, daya, shama. These three, four things, beginning with these four things, they diminish. Satya is what? Socham, daya, and shama. Tolerance, forgiveness, yeah. Balena, Kalena Balira Rajan, Kalena Bali, because of the strong force of Kali Yuga, Balena Kaliara, Nakshantyayar, Balam Smriti. What else goes down? Balam and Smriti. Remembrance. So we have to practice our remembrance. So, as it says here, well, let's repeat the translation. Oh, learned Brahmana. When Sukadeva Goswami recited Bhagavatam there in the presence of, of Emperor Parikshit, I heard him with rapt attention, and thus by his mercy I learned the Bhagavatam from that great and powerful sage. 
Now I shall try to make you hear the very same thing as I learned it from him and as as I have realized it. So, what was uh, Gudeva Goswami's qualification? So what does the verse say? No one knows what the verse just said. What was the first word of the of the what was the first three words of the verse? What kind of Brahmin? Learned Brahmin, that's right. <laughs> At least we, collectively we have some memory. Individually, <laughs> that's why probably one of the association of devotees, because collectively we have enough, you know, maybe a couple of kilobytes of memory left. <laughs> oh, learned Brahman, I, when, Shu, when who? Shukadeva Goswami was reciting, recited what? Bhagavatam. There in the presence of who? Amber Prusha. I heard him with attention. And thus, by his mercy, I guess you got it there too, <laughs> I learned the, I learned the, what? What did he learn? No one knows what Shukadeva Goswami, what Sutta Goswami learned in the presence of Shukadeva Goswami. Take a guess. He learned Time Magazine, the Bhagavatam. (laughs) From that great and powerful sage. Now I shall try to, to do what? Make you hear it hear the very same thing as I learned it from him and as I have realized it, yes. So this is good. It's because we think that this is tor- someone's torturing me, trying to get me to ha- actually remember something. How cruel of the speaker. He's embarrassing me. Everyone assumed that I, had a, I was a shutidar, I had a perfect memory. <laughs> And now he's disappointing all my followers because he's revealing that somehow or another there might be a slight flaw in my memory. Or maybe I didn't hear with rapt attention. But this is the practice of actually learning how to remember things, to go over them. So who can go over the verse now? That sounds really convinced. Oh. (laughs) Oh, learn it. Brahmana? Brahmana. <laughs> no, it's actually, oh, learned Rakshasha. <laughs> yes. I mean, just one thing, try to, try to visualize what's going on. Who's speaking? Sutta Goswami. And who is he speaking about? And what is he talking about? how he had learned Srimad Bhagavatam. And he had, he had heard it with rapt attention, and he realized it, and now he's trying to help others 
hear it in the same way that he heard it, as he had realized it. So he heard it with rapt attention from Shukadeva Goswami, and now he's repeating it as he realized it. Now, this is a lesson, because important lesson, because without remembering the Srimad Bhagavatam, what we hear, any book, then we're just wasting our time. Anyone ever think they're wasting their time by being the Bhagavatam? Generally not, because we're on the mental platform and we're thinking of so many important things we have to do during the day and so many things that happened to us yesterday and the day before that we think we're spending our valuable time meditating on my mind. And once in a while, the speaker says something, a joke or something, and I laugh, and then it makes it worthwhile to be there. And besides that, I look around and see how everyone's admiring me for the, being in the Bhagavatam class. So I get a little extra false prestige, some extra false prestige, some extra prestige, and therefore I feel good about myself being in the Bhagavatam class. No, but actually we're here and we can judge how successful our being here is if we can remember, at least in the beginning, remember something. Why is it important to remember something? Can anyone say why we should remember something in the Bhagavatam class? So when we go to school, again in our next lifetime, our memory is enhanced so we get an A on every test. Is that why? Wrapped attention. Well, that's far away. That's far, that's far away. <laughs> well, that's pretty elevated. But what's, what's the reason why we should remember something at the beginning? Well, I'll give you a clue. You may not know why we wanted to remember something. So that we can think about it. If we don't remember something, there's nothing to think about. Of course, we're thinking about, at least there's nothing spiritual to think about. If we just imagine, how many chant japa here every day? Okay, so, so imagine if you had a, something linked up to your brain and you were chanting japa and it wrote down everything you were thinking about. What percentage do you think it would be about the message of the Bhagavatam? And what percentage might it be something else other than the message of the Bhagavatam? Anyone have once in a while some thought other than the Bhagavatam when it's chanting japa? <laughs> You're reluctant to raise your hand. Anyone ever have a thought about Krishna when they're chanting japa? Sometimes. Well, that's a good sign. <laughs> so we want to remember what we heard so that we can have something to think about. And why we want to have something to think about so we can see, try to see what we're thinking about, see whether it's real or not, whether it's actually reality, whether it's actually reality. Now, hopefully we're hearing what Krishna or his pure devotees are saying, so we should be able to see it in what we consider this reality. Now, if we can't see it in this reality, then how can we apply it in our lives? How can you apply something that you don't remember that you haven't thought about, that you can't understand, that you can't see, then it becomes impossible to actually apply because there's nothing to apply in one's life. And 
unless we hear, unless we remember, unless we see from different angles, points of view, unless we actually understand clearly what's being said, we can't apply it with conviction. As Prabhupada writes in the Bhagavad Gita, blind following and absurd inquiries condemn. Luckily, nowadays in, in the Christian consciousness movement, only new devotees blindly follow. And the, the other ones are busily in absurd inquiries. Why did you tell me to do that? <laughs> Why did you tell me to wash my hands? Why did you tell me to get up early? Why did you t- this, that? Where did the jiva come from? Are condemned. One should not only hear submissively, which is quite an accomplishment, but one should get a clear understanding through submission, service, and inquiry. So we're trying to get a clear understanding of what we heard. In other words, we should be able to see it right before our eyes. It should be as clear as the sunlight in the daytime. Otherwise, we can't apply it with conviction. It's like, you know, the answer to the question is, what, what were the first three words? Well, learned it some, maybe it was Brahmana. <laughs> Maybe it was something else. No, it should be learned Brahman. It was with some, even if, as Jayadwaita Swami once wrote in a book, one of his books, clear thinking and, and strong speaking, that even if you're, if, you're, if you're doubtful, at least say it with conviction. Because if you are wrong, that's bad. That's not good. But if you have no conviction, that's, that's also bad. If you're speaking, so if we're, at least when we speak strongly, even if we're wrong with conviction, then at least we got half of it right, even if we're not convinced, even if we got the wrong thing. So one should not only hear submissively, one should get a clear understanding with submission, service, submission, inquiry. And what is our field? What are we trying to practice? Does anyone know what we're trying to practice? How many have been in the Hare Krishna movement for more than a year? Have you figured out what we're trying to do here? Anyone has figured it out? No. (laughs) Well, this is good that you attended this class. (laughs) What is our field of... What is our field of activities in the Hare Krishna movement? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish by our activities? Yes, that's... And Krishna and who else? Okay, anyone else? Well, that, yeah, that, now we're really going broad. That's true. <laughs> yes. Basically speaking, we're trying to love everyone and we love everyone in the field. Our field is each for, a, uh, for those who are trying to actually come to the platform of Prema or love that Ishray Tada Dineshu, Balishe Sudvitsasucha, Prema Maitri Kripo Peka, Yet Karoti Samadhi Maha. So for Ishvara, there is, for Krishna, what are we trying to do? What do we try? In a, what kind of relationship do we want with Krishna? Service. 
what kind of service? Devotion, loving service to Krishna, which means unalloyed, uninterrupted, or as it says, anyabhilasita shunyam jnana karma dharavritam anakulena krishnanu shilanam bhakti uttama. The devotional service means it's for Krishna and it's just to please Krishna and, and no one else, nothing, just to please Krishna. So that's the three things. It's for Krishna, it's to please Krishna, and it's following Krishna and his representative's instructions. And Uttama Bhakti is, it has no, there's no other desire than to please Krishna, and there's, it's not, there's no other activity which is covering that pure devotional service. So for Krishna, there's prema, and for the devotees, what is there? At least on the intermediate platform. There's maitri, there's friendship. And for the innocent, there's kripa. Yes. And for the those who are envious of Krishna, there is upeksha, yes, avoidance. So this is how we serve Krishna to come to the spiritual platform. So the field of activities is loving Krishna, such as deity worship, chanting the holy name, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, the devotees, association with devotees, and the attitude of the six loving exchanges. And really also making the atmosphere spiritual, preaching bringing Krishna consciousness wherever we go. But here the emphasis is on satam prasangamam avirya sambhido. We have, in order to execute the other processes of loving Krishna, we have to learn how to properly associate it with the devotees. And there are submission, service, and inquiry in order to get clarity of all what the process is. To learn to love Krishna and to love his devotees, and to learn to love everyone else. Serve everyone else appropriately. So this is the means of devotional service. And what is the idea of, how do we know if we're coming to the proper platform of devotion to the Supreme, and service to his representatives, and those who are serving him, and helping the innocent, and avoiding the envious, what will be the result of doing that? Well, we'll become inspired to serve Krishna's family if we actually feel that we're part of Krishna's family. Krishna is the Supreme Father. Shemadurarani is the Supreme Mother. They have their associates, and we have our associates that we're associating with, the devotees, and we're bringing people into a family, a spiritual family then we'll want to do some service. If we're not feeling like we're part of a family, then why will we do service? People have the whole idea of nationalism or whatever it is. It's all to make people feel like they belong to some kind of group or family. And if we actually feel like we belong and we fully render service, then the result is that we'll become Krishna conscious. We'll actually always associate with Krishna in the proper mood of service, and then by association with Krishna and his devotees, will manifest all the good qualities of the devotees. 
the pure devotees. It's yasti bhakti or bhagavad akinchana tavargunas tatra samasate sura. Haravataksukuto mahagunan manorate nasati davato bahi. No, if one is actually associating with pure devotees and, according to here, has with rapt attention, fully engaged in Krishna's service, with the right attitude, submissive, then, as it says, from the very beginning, here is Shemad Bhavatam, with rapt attention from the right source, from the very beginning, then one will actually experience Krishna. And if one experiences Krishna, then if you put the iron in the fire, it gets hotter and hotter, and it takes on the same qualities that Krishna has, or that the fire has. So if we remain fixed in Krishna consciousness, then the result is that we'll develop the same qualities that Krishna has, at least in, in small quantity, not in the same quantity, but qualitatively, at least we'll develop some of the good qualities that Krishna has. So I'll stop there for now. Are there any questions? What did the verse say? I'll ask you a question. What did the verse say? By the way, I didn't make this up. I was I was teaching this for around a year, and then I heard a class by Prabhupada. Prabhupada was saying, "If you don't if you don't remember what you heard, more or less, Prabhupada said you're just wasting your time." There's no question of remember. If you can't remember what you heard, there's no question of thinking about what you heard. If you don't think about what you heard, you'll never understand what you heard. If you don't understand what you heard, you can't apply what you heard. If you don't apply what you heard, then you'll never realize what you heard. If you don't realize what you heard, you'll ne- then you're wasting your time. So what did the verse say? What were the first three words? Oh, learned Brahmana. Yeah. <laughs> we got that down. <laughs> and who's speaking? And what is he talking about? I heard Yes, and what else? Yes. You realize and now what is he, what is he going to do now? What's that? Yes, he's going to try and deliver the same knowledge as he's realized it. Okay. And at the end of it says, what are the three steps for hearing with rapt attention? What? what else? Yes, and then if one is, hears with rapt attention from what? When? From the very beginning. Okay, any questions? Since I asked some questions. <laughs> We've got some right answers here. So our main problem is that, well, throw in something else. The main problem is if we think that I should only hear from a certain source and no other source even if the source is giving me the same information as the other source, that I'd prefer not to listen to someone because they're not the source that I like. In other words, 
we have some conception that the realization is coming from someone I can only listen to if I like that person or if I have some conception that that person belongs to my group. And if that person doesn't belong to my group, it doesn't matter how much he's realized or how relevant his realization is to me, I don't want to listen to them because I've already decided who I'm going to listen to. So that's very good for a neophyte, if you want to stay a neophyte forever. That mentality is perfect for a neophyte. It's not very good for someone who actually wants to become Krishna conscious. Because the message of Krishna coming into simple succession ultimately comes from Krishna. And if I imagine that the, the speaker is actually not, Krishna is not in this person's heart, because I've decided, by my understanding, it's not in, Krishna is not actually the source of the information. It's this person who I don't really appreciate very much. He's the source of the information. So why should I listen to him? So that's a, a problem. It's a problem for us. It's not a problem for the speaker. It's a problem for us because we don't listen. And because we don't listen, it's assured that we're not going to remember, even if we try to listen, but if we don't listen with the right attitude, then it's assured we're not going to remember it. And if we don't remember it, then we won't be able to understand it. And if we don't understand it, we, couldn't, we can't put it into action. If we can't put it into action, then we won't be pure in our, our eating, sleeping, mating, defending. And if we're not, we'll never be able to hear the Bhagavatam with rapt attention. We'll come, for those, those who do come to class, they'll come to class, and they'll wonder after some time, why am I come to class? Because I can't remember what I heard, therefore I can't try to understand what I heard, because I don't try to understand what I heard, therefore I can't understand what I've heard, because I can't understand what I heard, I can't put into practice my life, and therefore because I can't put into my life, my life isn't progressing in devotional life. So I think there's no, I wonder why am I not making progress in devotional service? There must be something wrong with the process because it couldn't be anything wrong with me. I'm doing everything correctly. I chant my rounds every day. Schnick, schnick, ram, ram, day, 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 day. Hey, kitty, kitty, hey, kitty, kitty. I sometimes even come to class. Once in a while, when I have nothing else to do, there's nothing else around, I even pick up the books and read them. I must be a good person, or better than everyone else. Yes? The... The person who is most dear to Krishna. Well, Sudha Goswami didn't say he was qualified either. He said his qualification, in whatever sense he might be implying, but he said his qualification was he's going to repeat that he had heard something with rapt attention. He had actually listened. So he he could actually repeat what he had heard because he had actually listened. And then he was going to do it in such a way that uh, 
he was going to repeat, he had heard something, he was going to repeat it, and he was going to repeat it according to his realization. So he had listened, he was going to now present it as he had heard it, and he was going to present it according to how he had understood it. So we have to, if we can hear something and remember it, and then try to present it as we've heard it, and as we've realized it. Now it should be according to Shastra, also. Because we may hear something, I mean, Prabhupada when he was here, he said he had so many Prabhupada said stories went around, and Prabhupada said, whoever said that in my name is a rascal. So it should be from the right source. And then we should repeat it as we've heard it and as we've realized it. Because there's a difference. There's always going to be gradations. But if we follow that, then it's perfect. It's as perfect as we can do it. Now, Sutta Goswami was a self-realized soul. He didn't say that everything I said was perfect. I'm going to tell you everything, because I know everything. No, he just said, as I've realized it so far, because there's always progress to be made, eternally. But if it's exactly from the right source, and as we've heard it, and presented appropriately, according to our realization, then it's perfect. It's perfect as we can do it now. Anything else? Speculation, speculation, speculation. Realization is realization. Now, there's a difference between assimilation, trying to assimilate the philosophy, and just speculating on it. That, as it says, blind following and absurd inquiries are condemned, that one should not only hear it submissively, once you get a clear understanding through submission, service, and inquiries. So, speculation means it's not clear. Everyone has a tendency to speculate. Philosophical speculation means we're going over the different viewpoints. So that's... of we're trying to assimilate the different perspectives that the Bhagavatam gives, for instance, or the Bhagavad Gita. So that's philosophically, we're going over them. So that's open to discussion, so we can understand it more clearly. But that's different from just mental speculation, where we're just guessing, more or less, coming up with our own conclusion based upon no real, little or no realization. Thank you very much. Karantaraj Shemad Bhagavatam Kijai. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Kor Pramanande.